Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I'm in the midst of doing something really spectacular. In the midst of interviewing 500 humans on their credibility. These are powerful people talking about who they are, what they do, how they relate to the world, who they serve, and it is absolutely worth listening to. You're going to get a really great point of view of who they are. You're going to get ideas and aha moments and how you can present yourself better. I've taken three of those interviews, or six to 10 minutes each, taking three of those, combine them to be this episode of Mitchell Levy Presents Aha Moments. Uh, please enjoy. If you like it, click on the like button and subscribe to our channel. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Jessica Matthews, who is a wealth advisor for Beacon Ponte. I'm sure I didn't get that right. She provides customized wealth management solutions for her clients. Jessica, welcome. Hi, Mitchell. Yes, it's Beacon Point. <laughs> Happy to be yeah, here. I, you know, as soon as I said that, I'm like, <laughs> man, I got that wrong. I should have asked you about that. That E at the end really gets you. That, it, it did. It got me in trouble. <laughs> uh, so what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? I'd say these are high net worth clients that are in a financial crisis of some kind looking for a solution. So I know many of those and there are many different reasons why that can happen. Uh, tell me a little bit more. So the way that Beacon Point works with clients is we actually network with a variety of brokerage firms like Fidelity and TD and Schwab. And when they have a client that's looking for some sort of financial solution, whether it be tax related, retirement related, or for estate purposes, and they can't provide the solutions that are appropriate, then they pick up the phone and call us. Got it. So what are some of the, some of the areas that you, that you focus on? So a lot of what we do is it's a comprehensive type of financial planning process. So there are six various areas of financial planning that we take into consideration. Um, the first one that clients tend to focus on is the investment piece and the wealth management, wealth management portion of the portfolio what kind of stocks should I pick? What sort of bonds should I incorporate into my portfolio? What's the appropriate kind of asset allocation for what it is that I'm looking for? So I spend the bulk of my time talking to clients about what it is that they want and trying to come up with a solution that will help meet their needs so that they can retire when they want and live the lifestyle that they're looking for. Got it. And, and I think when we're talking ahead of time, you're dealing with things like, like divorce is a major issue, um, a stock market crash, company, uh, company problem. I mean, there's so many different areas that can cause financial crisis. Absolutely. So I am 
privileged to work for a company that has so many tools in our toolbox to be able to provide these solutions. Um, and the way that I've built my book of practice is, and the clients that I like to serve are clients that really impact me in a personal way. My family has gone through a variety of financial crises ourselves. Um, my grandfather lost almost his, his entire net worth in the 2008 crash because he was working with a company that didn't have that fiduciary responsibility to act in his best interest. Um, so I really sought to find that credibility within my, the company that I work for and also the things that I have in my toolbox and being a certified financial planner to be able to evaluate and not limit the scope of our relationship. Um, and then, you know, on my parents' side of the spectrum, my brother had a very significant mental health issue that really kind of derailed their retirement plan. And so being able to really kind of evaluate, you know, where people's weaknesses are, have they thought in the future and kind of done a what if scenario? What if this happens? How would I react? How am I set up to, to really push through that moment in my life? And I think the statistics say every individual will go through a major life change every two years. And it's really how can I help mitigate those risks along the way? And I think you answered most of this in terms of how to have credit, how do you have credibility to do what you, you do, but you also hadn't yet answered all the litany of three letter acronyms you have behind your name. Sure. Yeah. So when I came into the financial industry, I started as a broker. So getting my brokerage license and stuff like that. Um, when I wanted to venture into the RIA space, which is a reg independent registered investment advisor that has that fiduciary responsibility, I decided to go on to become a CFP, which is a certified financial planner. And I personally went through a divorce last year and realized how much it really helped me being a CFP to analyze my situation and how, you know, to negotiate what it is that I needed to be successful going forward. And so I really ventured out and started talking to a lot of attorneys in the DFW area. And so this past year, I became a CDFA, which is a certified divorce financial analyst, which takes into account not only the financial impact and the tax impact, but also that legal process and procedure. That's, that's amazing. Um, I didn't even know there was a CDFA. <laughs> well, hopefully you never need hopefully one. Hopefully I never do. <laughs> 30 years, I'm very happy. So <laughs> knock on wood. So um, the, uh, I'm curious, how do you share your credibility? How do people learn about you? So I haven't spent a lot of time marketing or a lot of time on LinkedIn. And I probably should spend a little bit more so, time so in that. So by the way, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> We can talk uh, about that. Yeah. So a lot of the credibility with the certifications and the designations and stuff, but my company networking with those brokerage firms, you know, that, that brings a lot of credibility to the table since they are, you know, when they're in need and can't provide a solution, they call us. And so we have, you know, a team of not only CFPs and CDFAs, but the CFAs and all the, the analysts out there that are looking at all of these investments and, 
balance sheets and that way I'm not spending the bulk of my time analyzing alpha and beta and I'm learning more about the client than I am having to do all of this, you know, financial research. And and I think it's one of the benefits you have is, is having a company that essentially is a, you're using the three firms that are out there as a feeder system for what you're doing, which is great. The, what I, what I also suggest is having your own independent entity would, would add value, not just for those that see you today, but at some time in the future. Absolutely. And it's not, we're not exclusive to those firms. Again, the networking with all of the attorneys in the DFW area so that I can provide education and support for them. But it also is very much organic as well. The clients that we do receive that, you know, appreciate the help that we've provided, you know, they go on and tell their friends and family. Um, and so it's, it's kind of more so word of mouth than anything else. I hear you. Um, and, and many people are like that too, which is, which is not, not atypical. So I just wanted to thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, you're absolutely, you're absolutely welcome. And, and for those, oh, let me ask you this question. If people are in your area or maybe around the country and they need to reach out to you because they're interested in, in what you do, um, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? So the best way I would say is via email. So it's Jessica Ma- or J Matthews, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S at Beacon Point that has an E at the end, dot com. Um, and then, of course, I have a business telephone number, but it's forwarded to my cell phone anyway. So reaching out to me via mobile number at 760-405-7197. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I had a rub in the binked pointe one more time. Um, yeah, really appreciate you coming on the air. And, and for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Brooke Errol, who is an author, speaker, and consultant. She helps leaders to catch up with our times and grow their businesses without sacrificing the well-being of their people. Brooke, welcome. Hi, good to have you and good to see you. Thanks for the invitation. You're welcome. It's great to it's great to reconnect. So tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? So in short, it's really leaders who want to increase their engagement rates and or also lower their turnover costs. And both of those are very heavily tied together. Uh, tell me a little bit more, Brooke. What do you do? So it's really working with the leaders because we definitely live in a very different time and the mindset has changed on how to create better organizations. So I really go out and be with my clients to understand what their situation right now is, which is done by assessments. I have an engagement survey and I also have a turnover cost analysis because most companies don't do that right, unfortunately, and they don't know how much money they're losing. 
So once we understand that, I am a big purpose person. So we go and do a purpose brainstorming session. And after that, it's really a series of trainings and meetings that I have with the leadership team, but also the rest of the team so that they can execute what we're like doing together to when we create the purpose plan that ties into their business strategy and that all increases the engagement rates and lower down the turnover rates really. What I'm just curious a little bit and, and maybe, maybe you'll answer this in, in the next question. So I'm just curious a little bit about what type of results do you see, which might be a little bit more of what, 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 what gives you credibility to do what you do? Yeah, it's really, that's why we do the assessments right away, right? At the beginning, we make assessments about where they are in terms of the engagement rates. And as we go with them and do uh, some uh, transformation in their workplace, we do the assessments over and over again, and we see the, the the climbing of those numbers and their scores. So people feeling more like attached to what they do, they see it in a bigger way so it's not only the daily tasks that we all do every day it's like how it contributes to a bigger picture which is really the foundation of a company which is the purpose beyond profit so and then after that of course we see it all in their like numbers and their bottom line so it really translates to a lot of things that they want to see at the end of the day as their business grows does that answer your question uh, it it does mostly I was I was thinking about numerically, yes. Um, but I I that's not a question I had asked for. So let me ask you the next question, and if you feel like slipping that in, sure. tell me about your credibility. What gives you credibility to do what you do? Yeah, just tie into what you asked for me. Like, of course, it's the reference that I will get from my existing clients, right? Where they can, it was they were able to change their scores and their engagement rates. They were able to lower their turnover costs, which increased the revenue that they were making. So, but at the same time, of course, the credibility comes from years of doing this work. I have been doing this for 10 years. And then I have an experience coming from the corporate world in working at really big companies and small companies and also working on my own. And I, I'm a big, avid learner. So I try to update my skills, my experience, my training all the time, really, which I love to do. So I'm really, I think, lucky person that I have that natural curiosity and the willingness to learn all the time. But you have to be. Uh, uh, like ahead of the curve to do this work. There's so many changes happening. I actually absolutely adore that. I think you're the first person I ever heard say that you're lucky that you have curiosity and you want to learn all the time. <laughs> and I just, I may have to adopt that as well because it's, it's such a beautiful thing to say and it's so true. Yeah. So uh, I'm, thank you. Yeah, of course. But it is true because I'm just lucky I have that in me. I don't know how you can instill that in someone if they don't want to learn more. And in these times, we really have to be learning every single day. That's how I feel. So I feel lucky. <laughs> oh, today, looking at the younger generation, my 21-year-old son is constantly, I mean, how many YouTube videos does he actually watch today? But he's not, it's not music videos. It is learning videos. It's how-to videos. It's like, he'll know the most obscure things only because he's watched it. It's just absolutely crazy. 
good for him though. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how do you share your credibility? How do you, how do you get that brand out? First of all, I think, again, another lucky part of me says, whatever you learn, which is working for you or for your clients, please go and share. That's, again, I can't hold on to myself, my knowledge. So I go and write a lot. I speak a lot. And I still feel like we are in the awareness stage of all this transformation going on. It's because it just changes the mindset and it's a paradigm shift. So the first part is really having public events, like and creating as much buzz around this word so that they understand the real meaning of that, what purpose means, what transformation means, what good human work culture means, so that they can put it under in some context. So that like by writing and speaking a lot, that's the biggest part of what I how I spend my time. And just sharing what I learned because it helps me as a person in my personal transformation. But I also watch it every day, how it transforms my clients, leaders, and their own employees. So it's great to watch that happening in front of your eyes, too. And, and tell me a little bit more. Are you uh, writing, speaking, LinkedIn? Uh, where do you spend your time? Yeah, linked, I just try to spend a little bit time every single day on LinkedIn and a little bit on Twitter because that's how I form one of my best circles happen because of them. I wrote a book together with some of my co-authors just because we were we met each other on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And I'm doing an event like coming by in, in San Diego. Again, all those people I was thinking today, I met them because we all share the same values and I think we use the same keywords and after some time, you get to know those people much better. I get to meet the people in Europe and all around the world who share the same beliefs that I do. So it's amazing when it's used in the right way. Nice. Well, I think the articulation of your pain point is significantly greater than the last time we spoke. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching this, and you are a leader of an organization that needs to increase your engagement and decrease your exit rate, and you know who you are, you're going to want to reach out to Brooke Earl. Brooke, how best can people reach out to you? Thank you so much, first of all, to put it in such a nice context. But like, if they want to reach me, my website where I blog is www.purposeful.business. No .com, not .end at the end. Just purposeful.business. And my email is the same at the same domain, and it's Brooke, B-R-O-O-K-E. And I'm really active on LinkedIn. So they can, again, search for my name, and they can probably get in touch with me there, too. But thank you for asking. You're welcome. And thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Sure. Thank you, Mitchell. Thanks for what you do and bringing all the voices of people who want to do something meaningful with their businesses. So thank you for being so generous with your time too. Oh, thank you. That, that means a lot to me. And for those watching, please click on the like button, share with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Lori Seymour, who is a number one best-selling author, founder, CEO of the Baca Institute. I probably should ask you how to say that. (laughs) 
host of Wisdom Talk Radio <laughs> podcast and creator of the poten- potentiation process. Should ask you about that one too. Lori, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Mitchell. It is a mouthful. How do you say Pac? Is it Paca? It is Baca, and it's potentiation process. Potentiation. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> so speaking of potentiation, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? My CPOP is that I work with company founders and innovators, thought leaders, who have trouble getting from ideation all the way through to implementation and, of course, to revenue. Uh, hanging out in Silicon Valley, I could tell you there are many people who it's never about the idea because lots of people have the same idea. Only a handful actually take that idea to fruition and make money with it. So exactly. I appreciate appreciate that. Tell me, tell me a little bit more. What do you do? Well, because I work with those visionaries, those professional innovators, um, I really I'm helping them access what they might call or some might call gut instinct, but what I know of as creative intelligence or inner, inner guidance, really. So I train them, I train both executives and teams into how to be able to open to their own creative flow. It makes everything easier. And when you learn how to access what I think of as the more, which is beyond what you already know, that's where quantum leaps happen. The potentiation process was born together from the weaving of Terea, which was, which is really a special esoteric technology that accelerates the accessing or the process of innovation and creation in both individuals and groups. I, I wove that with my proprietary inner compass system and then cutting edge research in the science of gut instinct, the um, quantum physics, and higher consciousness. So it becomes a process that helps people to download their new, original, and best ideas easily without really freaking out their nervous system. And that's important. Um, It bypasses those patterns of I can't, or this is too big, and it carves out a pathway that allows their ideas to become reality. And it does it with a whole lot less resistance on the part of that, that visionary person. It, it installs a kind of um, what I could think of as a calm with creation that they've likely never felt before. And, and the importance of course is not just to have all those ideas, but actually bring them to a fruition where you're making money. Exactly. Exactly. Otherwise, why are we here? Um, that is a very good point. So, so Lori, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, <clears throat> there's the professional side and then there's the personal side. <clears throat> that in the professional side, I, I've been doing my work. I've been in my career um, and my, my training in my career was first as a psychotherapist, a trainer, consultant, And then I spent some years, actually 12 years, as a solutions engineer in the tech world. So all of that combined has given me both a foundation and ability and a credibility to be able to step outside of silos, to cross boundaries, and to to allow 
other people to come together, to come together with their own ideas and their ability to, to manifest them in a whole new way. Personally, on a personal side, my intellect was the thing that was really valued in my, in my family. And of course, in my early life too, uh, that's what was prized. And so I developed that at the expense of a lot of other parts of me. It was my work with Terea that this, um, this special esoteric technology and receiving the stewardship of that, and that happened about 20 years ago, that really opened the doors within me to, I think of, to the intuitive and beyond that. So that, that whole uh, coming together is really me in this point. Got it. And, and at the end of the day, <laughs> it, stole, it stole the ideas that are coming to mind. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's the deployment. It's a deployment in such a way that there's, there's a customer base. They're excited. They get excited. You get paid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I and like it. here's one more thing I wanted to say really quickly about that. And that is that we think that we can only understand or develop those parts, the, the customer base, the how do we do it, da, 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 with our intellect. And I'm here to say that it is the intellect, absolutely. And it is this gut instinct. It is this intuitive aspect. It is this, these other parts of you that is, it is this, this creative intelligence. And it becomes a co-creative process to bringing it to market. Got it. I like it. I agree. So, so tell me, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Actually, how do you go about sharing yourself? <laughs> well, like probably many people that are listening to this right now are watching this. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. And I, I like that. I mean, I like the conversations I have on LinkedIn and the groups um, that, you know, particularly that. Um, I like meeting new people and getting access. And I, I mean, I do webinars, I do live trainings. I, I love to travel. So I've been able to bring this work to other parts of the world. Um, I love France in particular. So that's a place where I've done a lot of work. Me too. Ooh, okay. <laughs> sometime we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, I've done the, you know, the co-authoring of two number one international best-selling books. Um, I've been published in publications around the world. Yeah, we know that that's, that <coughs> adds to that credibility. But what I really love to do is that being with people one-on-one, I do, I do executive coaching and with their teams to help them bring forward into, into being. Excuse me. Oh, of course. Those solutions that the world is, is ready for and waiting for. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I, I actually, having uh, interacted with you in a particular group for for the last year, I, I've gotten to know you a lot better, and I'm very happy with who you are and how you come to the table. And it's, it's a, a presence, which is not just intellectual, but actually your, your feet are on the floor and you're running and uh, yeah. in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Hey, so listen, if you're watching this and you know who you are, you have a hard time going from ideation to implementation to actual money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to reach out to Lori Seymour. Lori, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? 
Well, there are two ways. They can certainly call me. I'm open for that at 303-598-5595. And I would welcome your call if you're curious about this. You can uh, also reach me at laurie at thebacainstitute.com. And there's a really fun quiz on my website if you go to thebacainstitute.com that tells you about a way to discover or that helps, helps you discover your creative innovator style so you know how best to connect with your own creative intelligence flow. Super cool. I have to take it. I'll look forward to that. All right. Lori, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My pleasure, Mitchell. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. And, and for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your AHA moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.